0: Log Talk Radio. for now. mañana esto night this reality so I've tried to put it in. Good evening and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your host and guide, Jojo Pamaria and Sarama. And I'm going to start off by honoring our ancestors. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is. May the ancestors hear our prayers. Ancestors, ancestors, ancestors. We call out to you during this time of the change and ask you to guide us to our courage, confidence, and compassion. Enable us to stop being in resistance to this new age and new earth consciousness and guide us gently and lovingly into our personal renaissance. As we dare to live our new narratives, Enable us to remember that these are divinely scripted for ourselves and for our world. And most importantly, enable us to move forth from the dark ages of modernity by placing our heads below our hearts, valuing people over profits, and always choosing love over fear. Thank you, thank you, thank you, amen, and so it is. Well, hi to all you wisdom walkers out there. I'm back from my little break in July where I did a review of the first six months of 2022. And now I'm ready to dive in for this final stage, if you will, of this fire double fire year and all of what it brings to us yes um august is the second and the final nature month of this double fire year and i'll be talking tonight and uh and my next broadcast as well about the change Yes, all capital letters, which is what I'm calling the cumulative impact of the persistent global pandemic, the worsening climate changes, nonstop violence from war and mass shootings, and other traumatic and radically life-altering conditions happening on a daily basis. These things impact us personally And unless we take time to notice, contemplate, and accept the change, we are doomed to be at odds with it, and the experience will feel like a curse indeed. So join me for these two live broadcasts and accompanying videos as I discuss the ways that we can be in resistance to the change and how we can enter personal renaissance. But first, I'd like to remind you that if you are listening to this over the internet and you have a problem with your connection, you can revert to your phone at this number, which is area code 563-999-3089. Again, I will be uploading a video of the broadcast to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. So if you have any questions or comments or loving um, inspiration to share, you can do that in the following ways. On my Facebook page, which is Wisdom Walk Radio. My Facebook group, which you're welcome to join Wisdom Walk Community. Or on my website, which is www.wisdomwalk.com. And of course, you can also leave comments in the sections below the videos. But right now, I invite you to sit or lay back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our souls and discover the true treasure of being human. So now I'm going to start off with some elemental wisdom for the week, which I will put into a video very quickly this week, I promise, because on Saturday, August the 6th, we started a new elemental week, and that's because January 1st landed on a Saturday. And so this elemental week, because it's a 6th, means we rode into a water week in this nature month. And here's the opportunities. It's all about becoming peaceful. Get still and meditate and contemplate. Reconcile any negative feelings by acknowledging them, feeling the pain, and cleansing it by focusing on what is positive in your life right now. Get yourself into a nearby flowing water, and that can be right in your bathroom and allow the purifying energy of the water element to free you from feelings of anger, resentment, judgment, fear, and anything else that is disruptive and distracting to the fulfillment of your annual commitments. Remember, God is breathing you. Call upon divine love to free your mind. Now, because I won't be broadcasting live next week, I'll give you the Elemental Week for August 13th, next Saturday. And from this, we're going to be in a nature week, in a nature month, yes. And here's the opportunities. It's all about being flexible, trusting the process, and most importantly, surrendering your attachment your plan. When we make up what we think is the best way for our dreams to come true, we are sure to be disappointed. Trust that the universe, with its unknowable ability to make things happen in the right way and at the right time, is more powerful than your brain or that of any other human. Want it to be right for you more than just wanting it. Go of trying to figure it it all out. Do what is right in front of you to do at the present time and know that more will be revealed. Connect with the magical and tricky energy of the nature element, whether that is in the form of plants, trees, flowers, animals, or humans, to help you accept the greater order and direction that you are being asked to experience. Yes, yes. So some really interesting elemental energies that we'll have for August, this time of the height of summer here in the Western and the Northern Hemisphere, and of course the height of the winter season in the Southern Hemisphere. And always just a reminder that on August the 22nd, it will be our monthly Earth Day. And as always, I encourage you to go to their website, www.earthday.org, and investigate and learn all the different ways in which you can contribute to our planet being healthy and in balance. So there is this great global cleanup that is happening. It's a worldwide campaign to remove billions of pieces of trash from neighborhoods, beaches, rivers, lakes, trails, and parks reducing waste and plastic pollution, improving habitats and preventing harm to wildlife and humans. And I recently was at the beach in Malibu uh, called Zuma Beach, and uh, there were young people with bags going around and cleaning up the plastic. Yeah, yeah, so cool. So again, just know that together we can make this world habitable for the seventh generation that comes after us. Shay. Okay, let me dive now into our talk for tonight. Here's the overview for what I'm going to be talking about. I am going to be talking about the change, what, when, how, and why. Then I'm going to talk about five ways resistance to the change can show up. And then, of course, I'll leave you with a personal growth opportunity so that you can make a contribution to all of us growing and healing through this process. My opening quote for tonight comes from Ram Dass. Ram Dass, if you don't know, was um, very instrumental in um, helping to bring uh, Eastern um, wisdom and yoga kind of into the mainstream of the United States. He had worked at Harvard and gotten fired because he was doing stuff with doing experiments with psychedelic drugs um, And uh, anyway, he's been very instrumental in advancing the new thought energy um, during the 20th century. And Ram Dass says, change is a blessing when you can use change to free yourself from identification with that which changes. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love it. So. Here's the change in a nutshell. It's whatever has to happen personally, globally, cosmically, there we go, to bring us back into balance and alignment with the realities of the 21st century and the creation of a new earth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Here's another great quote. This is from the wonderful anthropologist and spiritual leader Angelus Arion, and it's from her book called The Fourfold Way. And Angela said, for many people, the ideals of the industrial revolution toward more progress, more development, and greater wealth no longer seem relevant, yet we have trouble letting them go. But if we are to survive in the 21st century, we must reconsider our priorities. Yeah. And that seems to be what the universe is bringing us. It's bringing us these changes um, to really help us, you know, get in balance and realign with the truth of human evolution Um, we can't go back, folks. It's impossible. But there's a lot of trying to go back that is going on. And, you know, it is kind of something that is part of the human experience. You know, it's really hard for us to deal with change. It's hard to let go of what we think we know, what has been the usual way of doing things, of being things, of thinking things. But, You know, the universe doesn't care about that. (laughs) It's turned up the, the, the pilot underneath our boiling pot for change and evolution. And, of course, I'm talking about, like, COVID showing up and still being here. We're still dealing with that. And that really has brought incredible change to our lives. I don't know of any one person on this planet that has not been impacted by COVID, either directly, personally, or through somebody they know, through the loss of a family member, a friend, an idol, um, you know, it, it's 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 real. It's real. And I think what happens is that when we're in the midst of change in the way that we are, and I really see us like in the middle part of a trilogy, you know, we're like in um, the 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 middle part of like Lord of the Rings or Pirates of the Caribbean, you know. And in that place, it's really where we can begin to start accepting that things have changed and we're never going back. And to begin to become conscious of how we are reacting or responding to the change. What is the change doing in me, for me, with me, to me, you know. How am I going through this? So Back in 2020, in January, when I was talking about the great shift into the age of Aquarius, this was before COVID showed up, I talked about three major shifts that humanity needed to bring us back into a balance about who we are as human beings and what it is as humans that we really need in order to be what? Yeah, fulfilled in life, happy in life, kind, generous, compassionate, loving, most importantly. And not letting the fear run our lives. And so the first thing I said is we've got to shift from being consumers to stewards. Yeah. And we've got to get out of, you know, having so much stuff that is harming, you know, the earth and harming, you know, wellness and and health. And we've got to realize that our job is to be stewards. We're here to take care of the earth. We're here to take care of each other. The second one is that we've got to go from being mindless workers to mindful contributors. Yeah. Like we got to unplug from the matrix and begin to start living on purpose rather than being a battery in somebody else's show and really getting in touch with our gifts, our talents, and our genius. And then the third major shift that I talked about is we've got to go from being compliant to being creative. Yeah. And I said that, Compliance holds in place that which is harmful and no longer serves the good of humanity and animals and all living things, such as the burning of the Amazon, right, in Central Africa, the Catholic Church not addressing the root causes of abuse by priests and nuns towards children, and the lack of a nonviolent viable solution to the mass shootings that are going on. Telling, arming teachers in a classroom, that's not going to address the problem. It really is. And it's just going to make more mess. So we need to be creative and come up with new solutions for how to be in community with each other from a place of love, not fear. Yeah. So, again, we're going through the change. And every one of us out there is experiencing it. I know I am so not who I was in January of 2020. Also not who I was in January of 2022 compared to where I'm at now, what I'm able to be conscious of, how I'm feeling about myself, how I'm feeling about the world, what my goals are, what my understanding of how to reach my goals has changed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's different. So we've all been changed. And, you know, the change has been painful for many, many people. Loss of, you know, loved ones, home, job, uh, like, you know, the flooding in Kentucky. It could also be you gained something. You gained family. You gained a home. You gained a job. But even with that can come anxiety and stress, you know. Um, And then just the challenge, the financial challenges we're going through, like, you know, the gas price, the gas pump, you know, it's the summertime, you want to be able to drive your car and do whatever you want to do, but you got to really think about it. Yeah, you know, food prices, you know, it's astronomical. And so there's a lot going on, a lot of challenges and changes. And it's easy for us to be in resistance to them. But if we resist them, we're going to lose out on the opportunity to experience all of the change as what is really pushing us into a renaissance, a new birth, a new time, a new earth, and a consciousness that enables us to really be here in the 21st century from a place of love and creativity, understanding, compassion, inclusivity, versus all the fear stuff that is going on. So here are five ways that you can be in resistance to the change, just so that you're more conscious of it. The first one, victim consciousness. Yeah, if you're believing that the world is out to get you rather than gift you, you're in resistance to the change. Because these things that happen, these painful things, can really make you think like, oh, my God, God doesn't love me. Nobody loves me. No, that's not what's going on. No, it's just the change. Second one, doubting that you're supposed to be here. Yeah. And I talked about that for me, the awakening I had, the healing I went through, um, when I realized I was still operating out of I'm not supposed to be here. You know, the extreme of that is suicide. But it also can show up like it did for me where I wasn't taking, I wasn't responding to a health situation that I needed to and in the time I needed to. But it can also be unnecessary exposure to COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That's another way that you are really demonstrating you don't want to be here. Third, feeling sorry for yourself and others and or shaming, blaming, guilting self and others. Yeah. yeah. All of that is resistance to the change. Because while you're spending time in that kind of negative, stuck, dunk energy, you're not opening up to the more of who you are, to the truth of who you are. Because all of those are like behaviors that really doesn't have to do with who you are as a divine being. Yeah. And that's what we want to be putting our focus on. Exactly. Number four, denying, hiding, ignoring, or undervaluing your unique gifts, talents, and genius that contribute to supporting the choice of love over fear for humans. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, this one is, you know, one that it's really hard. So much, so many of us don't love ourselves enough to believe that our gifts are worthy and valuable, and that they really can help and do something. Um, you know, we kind of pull back or be shy, because what? We don't want rejection. We're afraid of rejection. But what this change is asking us to do is to move beyond those fears and really step out there, step out into that arena, and allow ourselves to be seen, to be heard, and ultimately to be thanked. Yeah, yeah. And then last but not least, number five, needing to know, understand, and control what only God can do. Another word for this is called solipsism. Yeah. And it's basically ego consciousness, edging God out of your life. And, again, when we are trying to create these plans for what we think and how we think and all of that, yeah, yeah. And not including a greater order and direction, you're in resistance to change. Yeah. Because ultimately, the change, you know, it's coming from source. It's coming from source. It's not a human thing. There's no human that could create this level of radical transformational shifting, okay? So it's coming from a greater source, and it's our job to really, really want to believe that and learn how to be aligned with it rather than in resistance. So here's a contemplative exercise for you your personal contribution to collective healing for shifting out of resistance. Number one, I want you to identify one way you are in resistance to the change based on the five that I just went through. And there may be others. So if you come across another one, yeah, focus on that. And then what you're going to do is set an intention to learn how to heal and grow out of that behavior. Yes. And, again, you're just setting an intention. You're not developing a plan. You're not figuring it out. You just want to set the intention because what you want to be able to do is just really get into the energetic of, yes, I am committing to growing and healing out of being in resistance to the change. And then what I suggest you do is commit to a 40-day Daily practice of asking and thanking your guides, your ancestors, spirit guides, loving entities, to bring you everything and everyone you need to heal and grow. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, take that on. Do that. Please let me know in the comments to the video or on my website how it's going for you. I'll be very, I'll check back in next week, too. My Sarah saying for tonight is life always supports us in where we prefer to be. Life always supports us in whatever changes we prefer to make. Ashe. Thank you, Ms. Sarah, for that wisdom. So I am going to close out the show for tonight, as I always do, by thanking my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and the entire Black Hole Be Well family for their continued support to give me platform to share my wisdom and insights with you. I also want to shout out to all my regular listeners and all those who have Wisdom Walk with me and you know who you are, to my family on both coasts and in the middle of the country, my spiritual kin, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those of you who may be listening in or watching for the first time. Thank you. Big thank you. I couldn't do this without your willingness to listen, to watch, to learn, and to contribute. Now, this broadcast will be repeated next Sunday, August 14th, and I will upload the video of the Spiritual Spill and then a separate video of the Elemental Wisdom for you on my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. My next live broadcast will be on Sunday, August 21st, same that time, same that channel, 5 p.m., and I will share insights on the change as your renaissance. Yes. I'll also be live streaming and posting my astrological um, videos. It's astrology for self-mastery, and I'll focus on the new moon and the full moon and whatever other important aspects that may show up. And you can get notified um, by um, subscribing to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, or also on my Facebook page and Facebook community, uh, Wisdom Walk community. And last but not least, I want to thank my God my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me, keeps my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. So please have a healthy and safe nature, I mean water first, and then nature week, becoming peaceful and surrendering your attachment to your plan. Now, continue to wear those masks and strengthen your immune system, practice safe relating, keep washing those hands using that alcohol, avoid perceived safety, and practice science safety, and most importantly, please, please, please remember that you are not disposable. In fact, you are divine. Good night now. I hope you enjoy Convergence and and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.